If you're talking sports, it's the matchup. Mickey Hoover's Izzy, yo, we cutting it up. Just a couple of athletic enthusiasts. You know what it is, the Mickey Zizzy podcast. What's going on, everybody? Season four, episode three. And when I'm talking like the number three, I mean, it was the third time that these teams were going up against each other in the conference finals. And we know how it ended. But, yeah, I have so much crap. Honestly, crap is the word. Like, so much crap to talk. I got a dog on here with me because the Heat got that dog in them. And we... Seven undrafted players. It don't matter. We win this thing. Let's go. I'm so excited. Pinnacle supplementation brings the best out of us. G for three, Grant Anderson. He's the man. But we all know what this episode is about. The NBA playoffs. Mickey, what's up, dude? You know, not going to get too emotional. Uh, the C's are down bad. Um, I wish we were recorded after that game six. Um, talk about a legitimate roller coaster of emotions. This entire series of no hope, of hope, of cloud nine, of jumping through the roof to falling down to the floors and just drowning in the tears. <laughs> um, I mean, I want to get mad. I want to get mad, but I'm more sad. It's. I don't really have much other words. We're going to digest that entire series. Well, pretty much after 3-0, because that's the last time we recorded. Um, but kudos to the Miami Heat. Um, Coach Spolstra is the dude. And uh, I guess let's get into it after two, really. <laughs> I just now saw that. Anyway, person of the week, who you got? Uh, the person of the week this week is actually going to be my oldest brother, Evan. Um, <laughs> he's actually been putting in work, like, in between. Um, he's a surgical tech, so on his days off, which he gets, like, Fridays off and whatever. But other than that, it's all 12-hour shifts. So in his free time, he has decided to construct an entire lanai area uh, outdoor porch area. I mean, it's been, like like, concrete posts and cement porn i mean it's been the whole it's been the whole deal um it's look but it looks it, he just finished it he sent me some pictures it looks really really nice um his wife loves it i'm sure cole would love it if he really understood what was going on but at the same time um archer archer the dog he's been he's been running all over it he's loving it you know so just got a shout out evan because he, he did a hell of a job and i was super proud of him and it's cool to see uh the diy projects come out exactly how you want hey true that uh diy projects are huge <laughs> right now in the highest household so i know the gratification after finishing one of those is pretty it's immediate shout dude. out it's like dude it's some of it the is. best stuff in the world i love that stuff i i know we're getting older because of that but like the diy projects we live for those yeah because we're old now <laughs> anyway <laughs> um 
not personal week, but kind of personal week. But shout out to the wife, Haley Hahn. She's been doing crazy Ooh. work on the place. Got to give her a quick shout out before personal of the week. Uh, just got moved in. We are kind of in the new studio. We're getting everything unpacked. I don't know if this is officially we're going to play around with stuff, but then maybe I'll officially drop a studio here. See what we're trying out new places here. Um, but the person of the week is going to the birthday boy tomorrow. We're going to go out to Isaac Hahn. We've been golfing a lot lately. We have another golf tourney. He's kind of my scramble partner, you know, the quadruple, whoever, too, we can take along. But shout out him. He's doing crazy stuff. He's playing semi-pro football. He's quarterback scoring touchdowns, throwing the rock. He's improving his golf game a ton. I mean, he's almost about to break 80 while I'm over here trying to break 100 for the season. Uh, he's been a little mini coach as well. He's sending me links and stuff so uh, to get better on the links. Um, but huge shout out to Isaac Hahn, person of the week. Absolutely. I mean, I saw man's making eagles the other day. I mean, he's all he's playing semi-pro football. This man can do it all. He won. <laughs> now, Isaac missed that guy. Zizzy, let's talk about this. Uh, the series ECF. Yes, your Miami Heat won. Now, do I let you gloat or do I just go into it? Let's say a game by game. Okay. So it was that night. It was uh, after episode two, y'all, where we were like, hey, Heat got to close it out. Go for the sweep. And, you know, I was, I had a little to no hope. And we went and got the job done. It was a pretty commanding win, 97 to 110. And it, it got my hope up. I think it was after that game that, you know, don't let them get one. And that's when we were all getting excited. Right. So I was happy for that. Um, but the big thing is some of the uh, stars showed out. I mean, that time it was Jalen Brown, Derek White. That was the one of the Derek White game, which he had a whole lot more to do with this series than we all know. So, I mean, that was just a commanding win. It was like a must win and everyone bought in. Everyone helped contribute. Anything else about game uh, four or game five? Sorry. Yeah. Game four, we talked about game five. Yeah. So game game five. I was I mean, y'all y'all just came out and were making the shots. And I mean, that's kind of like a make or miss league, and we'll we'll get into that a little bit too. But for y'all to come out and make the threes the way that y'all were shooting that night, for yes. Derek White to come out and have the role player. Um, I mean, like he's a role player, but he had star mentality the last few games of the series. I mean, it, it started with game five and it was it carried momentum throughout the rest of the series, but it was big time uh, for him that night. And I mean, I've kind of said it, like game five and getting into game six when we talk about that, but it just it wasn't Jimmy's night. Uh, I mean, five of. I want to say it was like five and 12, five and 14 or something like that shooting. Um, I mean, just, just not as nice shooting. And I mean, he had been playing great up until that point. Um, and I mean, for us to be able to, I would, I would have never said that we would really truly go out and sweep you guys. Like I had told you before the series even started, you guys are probably the better team on paper. It just had gotten to that point when we like had gotten to the point that it did. And uh, but for me to expect the sweep, I can't say I necessarily was. So, I mean, kudos to the Celtics to keep uh, to force uh, game six, keep the momentum alive. But uh, this wasn't our night. And obviously, uh, the big thing we do have to talk about is game six, game seven, because I feel like that's where, our, where all the action came, or at least not really game seven, but game six. <laughs> now, let's go backwards. The shot, Yank. We are texting back and forth. Uh, emotions are high. Oh, we. Oh, oh, so emotional. 
we were talking about all the calls, which Miami had every single call. The boss, uh, Miami was in the bonus with nine minutes left in the third quarter. So I don't want to hear this foul talk. In the third quarter. In the third quarter, nine yeah. minutes. That's a whole lot of time shooting free throws. Anyway, Boston still hung in there, made some shots, but also some missed opportunities by your man, Duncan Robinson, which I still don't get why you're hyping him up because you'd be hyping up Caleb Martin. Dude saved the series for y'all. He really showed out and was the Robin of this basketball team. He came, showed out. I think he had 21 uh, in game six. I'm checking it right now. Uh, 21 in game six, right behind Jimmy. And he really kept y'all in it. Now, I love seeing Duncan Robinson miss, which he made that one shot. I was like, oh, my goodness. Here we go again. Yank's about to go off on a tangent, right? But the three seconds left, the whole foul, it was a foul. Foot was behind the line. Condition, whatever you want to say. It was a foul. Jimmy Butler, ice in the veins. And this man is on a whole other planet right now, Yank. He, he – He's balling. Let's just say that, right? And, you know, you look at the other people. Like, just hit him at 31. Like, that's what you need out of your star, right? Mark Smart had 21. Jalen Brown had 26. But the shot. Now, first, Joe Mazzula, what we kind of doing, right? I think they tried to develop the play, and it didn't happen, right? It was going, going, and the Marcus Smart kind of just went towards him. Turnaround jumper, which I love. Shoot the ball early. Try to get the rebound for a tip in like we're playing the game of 21, right? Backyard basketball, you know, tip in, set the opponent back to zero. Well, Derek White went and did that. And that's like something you dream of as a kid. You're playing, oh, he tips it in. He misses it, but he tips it. They win. And it was legit that. And I'm jumping. Well, at first, I kind of like startled wait. But like I saw the ball leave his hand, right? And then the red behind the backboard. Get up, cheer! I swear, I jump up. I was hanging out, uh, good friends, the Coxes. Um, and I swear, I almost hit Bryce's scene. Like, jump up, let's go! Hurdle his couch, like excited as all can be. And is it gonna happen? And it ended up happening. So, I was on cloud nine. Everyone was typing back the Derek White game. The putback left his fingers with point two. Um, so I mean, that's just my big like. I was so excited, all like momentum, energy, excitement. I mean. 3-0, that was the hardest part. You go home to the TD Garden to close the series anyway. Uh, talk about that game six and some of your emotions. Yeah, I mean, game six was an all-time classic. Um, absolutely. I mean, it's a back-and-forth game. It's defense. I mean, one game, one team starts pulling away. They get reeled back in, goes the other way. I mean, I, role players making shots. Like you said, Duncan Robinson, I mean, before we even get to the last three seconds, he has two threes, too, I mean, and especially the one where he just – I mean, I feel like you got to just catch and shoot in rhythm. Uh, don't take that – don't take that one-step dribble. I mean, you're the pro, though. Like, I, I ain't going to say I shoot better than Dr. Robinson. So, do, do your thing. But if he had hit that shot, oh, you wouldn't have heard the end of it. That would have just – that would have been absolutely electric. And I just – I can only wish for that. But, no, coming down to it – I was with you. I was confused what Marcus Smart's decision-making was in that moment or, like, just, like, why go with that shot in that moment. I, I personally, like, I questioned it immediately. I was just like, okay, we'll take that. Like, we'll take that immediately. Um, it came out the room. I thought I thought it was over. I thought it was over. Um, I was excited, but then, like, nervous because, you know, you don't see my Heat players celebrating. You don't really know for sure until you see the replay. I didn't see the space between his hand or anything when it had happened. I that's what I was hyped. I was. I can say Game Six was like one of the best games I've ever watched. But I've never. I I don't know if I've been more hurt after like watching a game 
I was truly upset. Very upset. Well, and you can talk about the fouls in the third quarter. I understand that. You guys still have more three throws in the entire game. But um I <laughs> Uh, but it was it was just an absolute incredible performance, an incredible show, I would say, honestly, because that's what we got treated to. It was a show. But to end that way, I mean, I can tell you, Jimmy made those three free throws, and I was just screaming in my house, ice cold, ice in his face. I'm busting through the door of my roommate. Let's go, Jimmy Butler, to the finals. Let's go. And then... He just was laughing because he was like, it was all this screaming, all that, and then just pure silence. And all he heard was like from the TV. And the Boston Celtics will win and force a game seven and try and make history. And he just like comes out like, I can tell you for literally 10 minutes, I don't think I moved. I was just like staring at the floor, head in my hands. Ah. The emotions of a sports fan, of a diehard sports fan. It, it's real. It's a real thing to deal with. Uh, it was emotional. Um, yeah, I'm not going to lie. I thought that was it. I thought that was a series. I did not. Like, going back to Boston, we already won two games there. Can't really feel confident necessarily about winning game or winning another one. I, I mean, I was saying it in the group chat. I'm saying, hate and seven, just because you have to speak it into existence. We know it's a rule. Damn, was that hurt. See, like you can have those emotions. I'm really sh- like glad you shared that because, like, now it's completely about to flood, right? I was on cloud. I was so happy. Like, let's go season seven. We were speaking in existence since we were down three. Oh, I had that slimmer of hope, and oh my goodness, we're gonna move on to game seven, y'all. What a dud! You don't show up when it's game seven and yank. We've had this debate quite a few times, which we're about to get into it at the end of this uh like segment, but. Injuries. Jason Tatum was not 100%. He did roll his ankle bad. But am I going to win? On on play one. On play one. Yeah, on the first minute, right? Obviously, that hurts. But I'm not going to blame it on that. That means Jalen Brown, you got to shine, right? This guy wants a super max. Go earn it, right? And here's how you earn it. You ready? Shoot one for nine from three. Well, that's pretty bad. Eight turnovers. Yank, you do not win a game with eight turnovers by one person. My man almost had a double-double with turnovers, and they had 19 points. Tatum still had 14, didn't shoot the well, but he just he couldn't do anything. Derek White showed out 18. Like, he was trying to be defense. He was trying to be the only spark for the Boston Celtics, Yank. So, a huge shout-out. Derek White definitely earned his contract. Marcus Smart was kind of nowhere to be seen. Al Horford really wasn't a dominant player that game. I will say Robert Williams was, but the big thing was, was the guy we went and got out, the sixth man of the year, Malcolm Brogdon. He was hurt <clears throat> game five. Uh, and then didn't no game six and didn't play, and then he played only about seven minutes and put up zero points. Right, he was minus fifteen in the points uh, plus minus category, which is awful. So we had two injured guys out there a lot of the times, but you can't blame it on injuries. That's not Coach Missoula, right? Give Sam Hauser some more minutes. Peyton Pritchard, Peyton Pritchard's played in these minutes. You know what I'm saying? Play them over the injured guys, and obviously I'm, you I'm actually it. surprised we didn't see a little bit more pressure because I thought he's a decent role player. I mean, you know, and giving Grant Williams, who hasn't really played that much, 16, I think is kind of outrageous. So at the end of the day, I do think he got coached, and I'm not blaming it on injuries because you've got to be able to adapt and be flexible. But at the same time, your Robin's now got to become the Batman. It's it's hard to do, and it was depressing. You talk about so sad. I legit just laid in my bed face down, like wanted to cry. I'm like, here it comes. Like I've been hyping up the season the entire time. When to go out, lose like that. So, you know, the co- the question comes, Jake, 
would you rather lose as a buzzer beater, which happened to you, or on the flip side, lose by 30, 20, you know, whatever it was. I think it was a 20-point I mean, win. Well, I mean, with the situation, obviously, the loss by 20 in Game 7 hurts a lot more because the season's now over. At least, like, yeah, I lost, but I could still, like, have that sliver of hope. Like, we've got another chance. So, that there was still that, at least, to get through it. And then, obviously, Game 7 for it to go how it went, which, I mean, you said it all. Um, Jason Tatum, I can't deny that he was – like there's no there's no talent. He was definitely not a hundred percent. He rolls his ankle. I want to say it was like first like real play like yeah, rebound series of plays. Yeah, that was that that happened. And from there you can just you can tell the aggressiveness. It whether or not he wanted to, he just physically wasn't able to. And I mean that happens. Um, like I said, Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown. I mean, <laughs> we definitely are gonna have that argument. But like I. Have stood by this guy for the last two seasons. And the lights came on, and what happened? What yeah, happened? Well, I mean, I can't say finals. that because the lights the were finals. on. Last what happened? Season. Dribbling off his shoe. Some things never lights, hey, Jamie. The lights were on last season, and he did just fine. But that did was it. An absolute, was in the finals. That was an absolute dud of a performance. And yeah, no, it's it, there's no question at this point that Jalen Brown is the number two. This is Jason Tatum's team. The, this team goes as Jason Tatum goes. I can't argue that anymore. I just, I simply can't after watching this series. Um, eight turnovers. That's the big one. And that was like, I want to say that was within like the first half or first three quarters. I think like three it was hurt. It, yeah, I, I don't think that wasn't even the full game. So I, just pretty atrocious all around. And then, I mean, to shoot under 40%. I mean, it's a make-or-miss league. I mentioned it earlier. You got to make shots. And the Boston Celtics, honestly, just didn't make their shots in this game. I mean, the 32 of 82, I want to say it was, like 39% shooting. Not good. <laughs> nine of 40, like nine of 42 from three. Like, it, that, it's over with. So, I mean, that, that says it all. And, I mean, you guys did have your runs. You did have your runs, but this is where you do, and I will give the props, and I will be buying a Caleb Martin jersey, especially if we he re-signed last summer. If we want to extend him, he, he just earned it. I do not care. But that, for him to hit every shot the way he did, the moment y'all seemed to be, like, mounting some momentum or charging on a comeback, it was incredible to watch. I mean, 11 to 16 shooting. It was efficient. It was an efficient performance, and it was a shutdown, closeout game type of performance, and hopefully he can just continue that as we move forward. But he made a name for himself in Game 7. I, it was, and I know I heard rumors that Jimmy Butler threw the uh, player of the series trophy in the trash, said, hey, we're going to go win a bigger one, like went up to Caleb Martin and said that. I don't know if that's true, but like, all right, I get it. You want to go in the big one? But you just threw away like the Larry Bird ECF. Yeah, maybe. I, I don't know about that. Yeah, I heard I it. Like, go look it up. But end all be all, Caleb. Yeah, yeah. Caleb Martin popped off. He amazing. Uh, it sucks seeing it. You see all these dudes starting hitting their shots. You see Duncan hit a few of them in that game as well. And like you said, they just missed everything. Oh my goodness, we couldn't throw a pebble into the ocean. Like it would have missed. It would have hit off a boat. Something would have happened. And it is sad. And that's why you just get no hope. Like you just can't go like, oh, this person's high. He makes a three. He makes a three. Over. Let's go. Right. That, that can't happen. When you miss, yeah, maybe, and maybe, I don't know, maybe the Celtics came just into this game like 
thinking that home court was going to like give them some advantage. It just, I don't know, it just was not there. They didn't have enough in the tank. I mean, end all be like they're awful at finishing games straight up, but like having to play seven game series against a very good the MVP Philadelphia 76ers, like that's tough. You know what I'm saying? Like, if we would have had the New York Knicks, like, we're winning, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think if the Heat had the Sixers, that's a whole nother story, which, at this point, I can't even say anything because they're the ECF champs. Like, they have proven it through beating the one and the two seed. So, it just sucks. I'm trying to, like, speak some positivity. And for you to say JB and, like, all those people are Jalen Brown. Like, I get it. Jalen Brown's my dude. I mean, I was. I was riding that Jalen Brown train, but I, I – I have to. He's not the dude. He is us. He's not. Yeah, he's not the dude. But do y'all do y'all pay him the super? No. You save that for Jason, then you get Marcus Smart. He's still alive, like uh, a good person on the team that you need to pay a lot of money to. He's a defensive player of the year, right? He has that accolade. Now. Yeah, but do you just get rid of Jalen Brown then? No, you keep that core, but. What if he don't want trade, less than the supermax? Do you do you blow it up and go get someone else with a supermax? You know, do you trade? I would Robert Williams package Robert Williams and Jalen Brown. Like, if we're playing two K, that's a whole lot of trade value. Which we're gonna, gonna get a good big. Go get a dominant big, like the big. Like you're telling me you can go. I, I really don't even know like what big I would want to go get or would it even. Well, that's the thing, and I think that's the question that people keep asking. It's like I would okay, blow it up, but who who do you go get you that's go get actually better? You're not going to get all these draft picks, like yeah, that, unless you go get the number get one. That, who do you get that's actually better than him? Because he is great. Do you blow it all up? Go get Victor Wimbanyama. Like <laughs> here you go, Robert Williams and Jalen Brown. Is that possible? Come on down. I don't know if that cap space would happen, but. Don't want to talk about it too much because it's driving me nuts because the Celtics are playing tonight. You're he are. Um, it wouldn't say it was a disappointment. The team still played. In my eyes, you still keep the same. Maybe make one or two trades to get more of a dominant power forward center. I know I've been saying that for the Boston Celtics, something that they've been lacking. Some dudes can just dominate in the post because they are a three-point shooting team. And Robert Williams does does well. I mean, he's just not too much of a threat off the ball. Like he's a putback king, lob monster. That's why he's called Lob Rob. Um, so once again, we'll talk about it. I'm getting on a tangent there. But, yes, your Heat did win. I am sad. And it's a wrap. <laughs> Moving on. Eat her up, baby! Oh, my. Let's go Nuggets. Um, Speaking oh, of, let's wow. talk you about this. Let's talk about this finals preview. All right? Finals preview talk. Let's drop it. You just, like, yes. air quote it? You just air quote it? What? Oh, I thought you air quoted this finals preview. Yeah, like, oh, come uh, on. Let's talk about it. What are your thoughts going in? Uh, worried. I can't. I got again. I worried since the first round. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. But we have been the absolute most resilient team in the playoffs. So I mean, obviously, I feel like we got a shot. I feel I remember I still remember the last time we played the Nuggets in the playoffs and people were and we were getting chippy or not the playoffs. The um, that was regular season, I want to say, with uh, Mark uh, Marcus Morris. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, um, for everything that for everything to for there still to be the history, for there still to be a little bit of the chippiness, possibly from back in the age, for there to be bulletin board material, the way that the two coaches love to talk. 
I, I mean, I'm excited. I can't wait to watch this game tonight. Um, but I look at it as uh, we got we got to steal something on the road. It's hard to play in Denver, but uh, we are one of the most conditioned teams, and we have like nobody believes that we're going to go win this series. So we have nothing to lose. We might as well go ahead and, and give it a shot. So we'll see what happens. But I am all in at this point. Let's go Nuggets. Denver stand up. Come on, dude. You know what? Come on. No, I cannot live on this podcast if the Heat have this magical run and win a title. I cannot. It would be the greatest time. You, are, not, you time. had your time. I'm going to go off about this NBA preview. I cannot live. You already had a fantastic season three of the podcast. We cannot just let Zizzy keep on winning here. All right, Nuggets fans, get loud. I know y'all are out there. Go crazy. But at the end of the day, this should be a whomping. This should be a gentleman's sweep on paper. You know what, dang gummit? Paper's got to last at some point. All right. Here's the thing. I'm The reason why I'm kind of even more upset, like I love Jimmy Butler. Himmy, right? But like all these antics of he t- texted some person, DM some person saying, hey, I'll buy you a Miami like hotel and front row tickets for the finals. Like, while they were the eighth seed, right? They already had their flight booked to Denver after at Boston. Like, come on now, throwing away the ECF trophy. Like, not even holding it. If you watch the video, he shakes his head. Like, I, I kind of yeah. like that. Yeah. Like, okay, yeah. I get it. Like, oh, you've been here before. Like, we don't need to hold it up anymore. But I'm tired of it. I want the Nuggets who have been, the both these teams have not been looked upon. They have both been not relevant in the series, and here they are. This is like non-relevance uh, NBA Finals. But Nuggets are the better team. Jokic, nobody is guarding Jokic on that team. Nobody is big enough. Bam, good luck. Bam. Jokic is going to go bam all on the rim, all right? And he's going to throw out assist. He's going to go off Jamal Murray. Who's going to guard Jamal Murray, right? He is a way better guard. Okay, fine. Go guard him, all right? Because then you still have defensive specialists, which I don't think they're going to get off as many threes. Hey, Lamar, they're not going to show when it's Michael Porter Jr. and Aaron Gordon. They are way bigger dogs. I look at the one in the background. You might need to get who so are the Celtics and the Bucks. But they didn't have a should have been MVP caliber player. Jokic, Jamal Murray is on a tear. Jamal Murray is one B right now. Jokic is one A. Jamal Murray is one B. Like that's that's a two hit combo, and they are not ready for that. They have been a one trick pony. Boston, you could say not as much, right? But we've known that it is Jason Tatum's team. But New York, I don't want to talk about New York series, right? That that was a win. That we knew y'all were winning that one. We knew we were going. But like the Milwaukee Bucks, right? Um, Middleton hasn't really been a a dude lately. It's Uzianis's team. It was Giannis was out. You really hosing on him, like uh, same thing that Boston did a year ago. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like, but now they have a they got dudes on Denver. And, you know, they have made it over the hump. They've played some of these great teams. It's about time. Denver Nuggets, let's go. Yeah, I would think he would have been the opposite. Like, you know, like, hey, all fair in love and war. No. Like, the no. One. Like, it's the same thing you were trying to say last year if the Celtics have won the finals. Like, this is legitimately the greatest title run of all time. Like, the second – ever AC to go to the finals. If we win this thing, there is nobody, there is nobody outside our fan base that believes that we're going to do this. We're going to get it done, son. 
It's going to be amazing. I'm so excited. It Jimmy starts Miller, tonight. Magic run out. Playoff Game Jimmy one. will run out. See, that's the thing. I think he had his bad games. Game five, game six, had his bad games. Playoff Jimmy's back. MJT. He ain't back. He packed his bags. Probably already got that trip scheduled back to Miami. Dang. No, I mean, I yeah, probably for like game six or something, you know. <laughs> Good save. <laughs> Uh, I, I just can't do it. And, you know, I always root for you when you go to the fantasy football championship, when you're up in the pick Like, I respect that because that's our show and we got to represent. You're practically my teammate at that point unless we are playing against each other. But, like, as a fandom, as every time we talk about basketball, you can say, Miami Heater champs, beat y'all in game seven. Y'all choked it. I, I can't do it. So, for all things like Nuggets, please prevail. Like, come on. Yeah, and I mean, they are, let's be real. I mean, they've handled their business. They've played the probably some, I mean, some, not the, I wouldn't say probably the toughest run, but I mean, they've played extremely tough competition. Probably um, top five hardest run. Oh, yeah. I mean, the Timberwolves, man. But I mean, when you tell, look at the, to go and beat the Suns and the Lakers, I mean, those, those very prominent, very respectful teams. And to do it convincingly, I mean, it took, that's the scary thing. That's historic, why historic. Kind of it took historic numbers from Devin Booker, and I mean with uh, with thirty five plus point help from with Ke from Kevin Durant to even win two games. Lakers got swept. LeBron dropped thirty and a half, and they lost the game. Like, come on, dude. That's what I'm These saying. guys are Lakers, real. The Nuggets should be like they should be looking at chops. Yes, Boston lost. They'd actually give us a run. Everybody believes that. I think. I think I agree and with the, you. But. Everyone kind of had the Lakers. Everyone thought the Lakers would go to the finals. You know what I'm saying? Denver ain't got it. They're going to go out short. So both of these teams have been the underdog. Now that the Nug Nuggets are the overdog, let me hear you. Ooh, ooh. Um, the overdog. Uh, what will they do? Will they still have these great games that it takes the Suns and the Lakers, you know, those dominant wins? I don't know. Did I scare your dog? <laughs> no. I was actually hoping that uh, you had got them excited. Yeah, you were like, hoo, hoo. I was like, you excited? Like, let's get it up. Let's go. No, that's the heat dog over there. Uh, yeah. But no, so it's really they, – they are the favorite. He ain't, like, majorly the favorite. Can they accept that and go prevail? You know what I'm saying? Once these teams didn't rise to the occasion, can they rise to the occasion? I think so. Yeah. They're, they're real. I'm not going to discredit Denver, but damn, am I full of belief right now. Dang, in my full belief right now. Like, somebody get the logs. We're starting to fire. The heat is here, baby. Let's go. Oh, gosh. Oh, the, the excitement is actually electric. I am set. Like, we're about 30 minutes away, ladies and gentlemen. It's going to be a nice to remember in a great way because I'm going to speak it into existence. Look, my man is laughing over here. Um, everyone who is listening, this is the Mickey Z podcast. We uh, brought up the ECF and an NBA Finals preview. We're going to try to keep on keeping that consistency is key. We're going to keep on bringing those interviews. It's interview season, our, uh, episodes, but it is interview season. So be on the lookout for all those. And if you want to be on the Mickey Zizzy podcast, we're out here um, just growing our love for sports, doing our thing, and wishing that the Miami Heat will lose. That's a big thing. On the whoa, team. whoa, hang on, dude. We're not going to do this beautiful send-off. Where's send -off. the genie? From a We're lap. not going to do a beautiful send-off and then have me co-sign it. Co-sign it. 
yeah. All right, all right, I'll do better. Um, but all for real, we appreciate everyone watching, listening. Go to that YouTube, check it out. Um, go to Spotify, check that out as well. If you're just driving in the car, it's a great thing to get you from work. And we're always gonna go, uh, keep on getting better and uh, keep on loving the sports and be on the lookout for a crazy uh, couple of weeks because it could get dicey. Starts tonight, baby. Let's go. I've been talking sports. It's the matchup. Mickey here with Zizzy. Yeah, we cutting it up. Just a couple athletic enthusiasts. You know what it is. The Mickey Zizzy podcast. Have a great night, everybody. Peace.